Welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. In this segment, we're going to be having a conversation with Dr. Sham Delakia. He's joining us here from CareDX, a company that's focused on high-value healthcare solutions for transplant patients. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Dr. Delakia, thank you for joining. Good morning, Neil. Thanks very much for having me. Well, give us a bit of your professional background and, and talk about your role at CareDX and give us a little bit of the company's backstory. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as you said, um, uh, I'm the Chief Medical Officer uh, now here at CareDX. My background is uh, a liver, kidney, pancreas surgeon, born and raised and trained in the UK. Uh, finished up my training in Oxford, did my PhD there, uh, where I spent a lot of time looking at the molecular biology that surrounds transplant patients and really saw some exciting things before, during and after those times have been in the lab uh, and really changing the way that we sort of think about transplantation, think about how we potentially manage transplant um, patients. And one of the leaders in the field at that time was KDX and so made the switch to to move over and and join the company. And I've been with the company for just over three years uh, and um, very excited and privileged to be leading the, the efforts that continue to drive innovation in the transplant space. What role does CareDX actually play in the transplant journey today? Well, CareDX is, is very unique in that it definitely centers its entire, entire practice around that patient journey. And so it's a precision medicine company really focused on transplantation. Uh, you know, we have the tagline, the transplant company, and it uses a holistic assessment of developing high value molecular diagnostic tools, digital tools, AI algorithms, to really think about all of the different problems that patients have um, as they go through that journey of transplant. So we look at the pre-transplant space where patients have end organ failure and are waiting for a transplant and getting worked up, having lots of different investigations done. It looks at the peri space where they're actually navigating the transplant within the hospital practice. Uh, and then also the post-transplant surveillance where they've had the organ and now have their lives have been changed completely where they are continuing to have immunosuppression for the rest of their life, but also now dancing on the tightrope of between having an infection or getting rejection from the transplant. And so using, again, these high-value tools to optimize their care through that part of their journey. As far as CareDX is concerned, are there transplants that are more problematic than others? I mean, I think it's it, it's subjective, right? I mean, if it's happening to you and your family, it's, it's the, the center of the world. I mean, there are certain types of organs that you can't live without. If you have liver failure and you don't get a new liver, you die. If you have heart failure and you can't get a new heart, you die. And same with now COVID has been very humbling in that instance where we're now even seeing patients that had very severe COVID needing lung transplants because they're no longer able to, to use the lungs that they have. Uh, you know, the majority of transplants in the solid organ side still is kidney because of the biggest drivers of disease. So diabetes, hypertension, um, the obesity, those are the big things that sort of lead to, to end organ failure and really sort of drive that. And, and those things are not going away. And so the number of people that are needing transplants over the years is, is just continued to increase. Uh, could you talk about the, the Acrobat study a bit uh, that was conducted at the Cleveland Clinic? Sure. So um, Acrobat is a prospective multi-center study, and it's, it's trying to study uh, one of our new products, which we call Allaheen. Um, Acrobat stands for the assessment of chimerism and relapse of bone marrow and HCT transplant using Allaheen testing. And that's a bit of a mouthful. So Acrobat is a much cooler mm-hmm. acronym to be using. Yeah. But it, it looks at the idea of balance. 
So when you now have a transplant, you have cells from you and another person in your body, and that's the donor that you've had. Mm-hmm. And when you have a bone marrow transplant, what we're doing is taking the, the bone marrow of the donor and then infusing that into you as a recipient. So both of these cells are detectable in your blood. And that balance of how much you have from the donor and how much you have from you is what we call chimerism. And so that proportion of the donor to the recipient affects the balance. It's a very dynamic marker. It changes with time. It changes when you're well. It changes when you're sick. And if you have a very favorable chimerism, so the balance is in a good way, you're very well controlled. Now, the way that we measure chimerism is by using standard tests like flow cytometry or STR, which we've had for 30, 50 years um, and haven't really evolved very much. They allow us to see the cells, count the cells, and then we make an estimate on the chimerism. But with all the rapid technology evolution and, and the way that sequencing has just revolutionized the way that we even think about this science, we're now able to get high resolution snapshots of this chimerism in the blood and, and go down to a level where we can see differences, very subtle differences between very few cells. We're super excited by this because we think it's an early indication of relapse. And so the idea is that before a disease comes back, we think the chimerism is going to change. So that balance within the blood alters, but it's very, very subtle. But with the resolution of the sequencing that we're now able to do, we feel that we can see that and able to intervene earlier. And and that's exactly what Acrobat is trying to do. Looking at patients that have had a bone marrow transplant for different types of leukemias and lymphomas, we're planning to enroll 300 patients, of which the first one was in Cleveland Clinic, and then looking how their chimerism changes as they go through the process of transplant and also for any of them that develop relapse later on. Now, I understand that there's been a research agreement between CareDX and Eladon. Uh, could you talk about it and tell us what it means for transplant patients? Yeah. So, um, again, a really nice and innovative idea that has come to fruition, and we're super excited by it. Eladon will be using Alashore Kidney, which is our donor-derived cell-free DNA, to assess the efficacy of their new compound that they're developing, AT1501. So this is basically a new type of immunosuppression drug, which is part of the CD40 ligand family. There are different mechanisms and different buckets of drugs, but the CD40 ligand works on the principle of co-stimulation, which is different from the current bread and butter drugs that we use today and are currently the standard of care. Um, The idea of of co-stimulation has been around for a long while, but people have struggled to develop the right type of monoclonal to be able to bring it to market and use on patients. And so we think it's a very uh, interesting idea because of the simple fact that the endpoints that people use now to develop drugs have not changed. They're the same classical endpoints that clinicians use to manage patients. And so Eladon will be using Alashore as one of their endpoints because we've shown with extensive data and publications now the value of looking at that molecular biology, which we feel outperforms that standard of care. And so the reason why we should all be excited is that uh, we really know that actually Alashore is better than all of these standard markers and allows these earlier changes and insights to be made. But for Eladon, it's also going to impact their decisions about seeing the the differences between the patients that are getting their drug versus not getting their drug, which we think is a win-win for everyone. Well, if there's uh, anything that you'd like to add, feel free and then give us a website where we can learn more about CareDX, if you would. Yeah, thanks, Neil. 
I mean, I think we're just getting started. Transplant is a very young speciality. The first transplants were done in the late 50s, early 60s. And so the way that we've accelerated through this space is has been absolutely exponential. There have been clear inflection points through that journey where you're seeing, you know, big moves that were made in the 60s about surgical technique, big moves of immunosuppression in the 80s, and now sequencing leading the field. Now, only recently, the New York Times was putting in xenotransplant where we're taking pig organs that have been gene edited and putting them into humans and thinking about ways that we can monitor them and keep them safe to address the organ shortage. And so I'm really excited about the future of transplant and know that KDX is going to be front and center in all of it. So keep, you know, stay tuned on what we're going to be doing next and, and excited to continue to move the needle in the space. Uh, for anyone that wants more information on KDX, uh, our website is www.kdx.com. Feel free to have a look, and thanks again for the opportunity today. Thanks for joining us, Sham. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in studio with Dr. Sham Delakia, Chief Medical Officer at CareDX. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. 